This episode of The 7-Minute Mentor is brought to you by Captivate.fm, the home of the serious independent podcaster. With a unique toolkit dedicated to helping you to grow and monetize your podcast audience, you should get started today and take seven days on us for free at Captivate.fm. The 7-Minute Mentor. Build your business in just seven minutes per day. Brought to you by Excellence Expected, where entrepreneurs come to excel. Hey, what's going on, team? Welcome to episode 421 of The 7-Minute Mentor with me, Mark Asquith. Now, when I was 10 years old, my teacher, who shall remain unnamed, called me a potential criminal. Made me stand up in front of the entire class to call me that. What impact did that have on my life? What did that do to me? What mindsets did that force into me? And how did I overcome them? That's what we're going to be talking about today. But listen, before I do that, just a quick reminder. Look, I did it on Friday. We had a great session on Friday. Talked about podcasting with Andre. We had a question from Felicia, one from Ivan from over in New York City. That's right, my free coaching session every Friday. Like I said, we did it last week. We'll be doing it this week, 4 p.m. UK, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. If you want to join the session, all you need to do is go and grab your seat over at excellence-expected.com forward slash free coaching. Also, just a quick reminder that the wonderful team over at Aweber, well, these guys have my back when it comes to my email marketing. All that GDPR stuff that we had to deal with a couple of weeks ago, guess what? They had my back. Anytime I want to segment my audience or survey them or improve my services or onboard someone onto podcast websites, guess who has my back? That's right, Aweber. And they can have your back as well because you've got to be making money from your email list, guys. And if you don't have an email list, that's probably the biggest cardinal sin that you can make in business today, all right? So please go and check out everything they have to offer. They've got an amazing resource library, some amazing courses, and a huge discount on an annual plan just for listening to this show. So please go and check it out at excellence-expected.com forward slash Aweber. Okay. I was 10 years old. I was sat in the class and this is at the same school that the hot dog story took place. Actually in the same year that the hot dog story took place. And I was quite an inquisitive child. My grandma to this day, good, good old Doris. I love her to bits. She always tells me that I get bored easily. My mind wanders. And it is in my sister, actually. We were at work yesterday and she said, do you know why your handwriting is so messy? So what do you mean? It's not messy. She said, it really is. So go on then, tell me. She said, it's because apparently you're a smart guy and your brain's moving so quick that you just cannot focus on the handwriting. You want, you're on to the next thing. I was like, all right, okay. Yeah, okay. That, you know, I'll take that. Thank you. The reason that I tell you this is that this kind of symptom afflicted me all the way throughout my life. So I was an inquisitive kid. I was curious. I was wanting to move at a slightly faster pace than my teachers. I've always had that. That's why I dropped out of college because it wasn't moving fast enough. When I was studying music, I was in front and I just couldn't, it was wasting my time. And Mrs. Schofield didn't get that. She was a teacher and she didn't get that. She didn't understand that I was just being curious and inquisitive. So in front of all of the class, she made me stand up and she said to me, Mark, if you carry on like this, you will go nowhere. In fact, I'd go so far as to say that you are a potential criminal. My teacher told a 10-year-old boy that he's a potential criminal because he was curious, inquisitive, and wanted to learn more. Unbelievable. 
Honestly, so I told my mum. My mum's from Barnsley, you know. She's not known for, well, she's not known for a tact and a subtlety. I wonder if that's where I get it from. So she went round and had a quote-unquote quiet little word with the teacher. And uh, all was good. All was good from there on. The reason that I'm telling you this story is this. The teacher was just having a bad day. She was. She had 24, 25 kids who were loud and raucous and doing what they wanted to do because they were curious, inquisitive kids or they were just bored. Who knows? But they were just, you know, there were 24 kids there for her to manage. And yeah, sure, that's a job. That's what she's trained for. But no one knows what else is going on in, in her life. Okay? No one knew. I didn't know. My mum didn't know. The other kids didn't know. But when I was around eight years to 10 years old, I think I'm going to say it was about 10 years old. I feel like it was about 10 years old. Told me that I was a potential criminal. But we didn't know where that came from. And for a long time, I didn't appreciate that. For a long time, I didn't appreciate that she probably had some other shit going on. And so for the longest time, I let that impact me. What she didn't realize at that point in her career, she had given a child such an insecurity complex, such a, such a mindset that forced me to not want to be inquisitive, not want to be curious, because I thought it was the wrong thing to do. I thought that if I did that, I would become a criminal. I would just fall into this descent into madness and just never get away from it. That's what she set the precedent for by telling me that inquisitiveness and curiosity led to basically a life in the gutter. That is what the precedent was that she set. And for a long time, I let it hold me back until I realized, like I said, that it was just her having a bad day. And why am I telling you this? Why am I telling you this? Very, very simple, very, very simple reason is that to fix yourself, to, to kind of start to emotionally and mentally fix yourself, what we have to do, we have to be able to shrug off the sentiments and the words that don't matter from the people that ultimately don't matter and from people who are probably just having a bad day. There are so many insecure and jealous and angry people out there. I was one of those when I was running my business and being completely honest, I was in a bit of an unhappy place personally in my personal life as well. And I became angry. I became resentful three, four, five, six years ago. And other people get like that. So they say things that actually they don't mean, but what we have the choice to make, the choice that we have to make is, what do we do with that information? Do we accept the fact that they're maybe just having a bad day? Or do we actually say, we're going to let it affect us? We're going to let it hold us back? And we can't do that, all right? So the first step to fixing yourself is understanding that words are not bullets. They will not damage you. Words do not matter. Actions matter. People matter. Don't let what other people say about you or to you bother you. This is the first step in fixing yourself, is becoming bulletproof, is becoming completely understanding and aware of your own confidence. Like, it does not matter. You got this, all right? I don't give a shit what most people say about me. Unless it's my parents and I'm doing something blatantly not right, then I'm listening. Or a close friend or a partner, then I listen. Become bulletproof, guys. Words do not matter. I'll see you tomorrow. Never forget, the more you expect from yourself, the more you will excel. 